Hey everyone, how are you? I hope you are having an amazing day or evening, of course, depending on when you are here. In this episode, we are going to be talking about what to do when you just have too many choices and what an amazing problem to have, right? (laughs) So, stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in, and my passion is really helping others, sharing my knowledge, uncovering the quote-unquote secrets of HR, because it's not a secret. (laughs) So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, getting right into it here. So you have too many career choices, or maybe job options, or maybe you put your resume out there, or you changed your LinkedIn settings to let people know you're open to new opportunities and you just got bombarded and now you have too many choices, what do you do? Well, first off, we are going to be super, super, super grateful for all of those options because not everyone has options like that. I have six things for us to touch on here. So number one is really self-reflect, right? So this is really taking some time, ideally alone or in a quiet space or wherever you think best. For a lot of us, that is alone in a quiet space. For some of us, that could be a space where there's a lot of art or nature, wherever it is, right? You know you. And really think about what type of work do you enjoy and what type of organization do you really want to work for? I would encourage you to really journal this out because once you start writing, your mind kind of just takes over and your hand just does what your mind tells it to versus you thinking more at like a high level. I feel like whenever I put pen to paper or for people who like pencils, I don't understand people who like pencils, but I know you guys are out there. Pencil to paper, uh, you can really dig deeper. So what type of work do you enjoy? What type of organization do you want to work for? Think about what type of a leader do you want to work for? And also think about that as from a team level, right? What type of team do I want to work for? And you may realize, okay, I really need a hands-on leader, or maybe I really need a leader who like kind of just gets out of my way and lets me do my own thing. We're never, ever, ever going to say it like that in an interview, FYI. It is an interview, it's autonomy is what that is called. Or maybe you really need a team that is super, super collaborative. Maybe you are the total opposite. You need a team of people who are super independent and self-sufficient and you can just trust your team to like go do their thing and you don't have to be too involved, right? Number two is thinking about the long term. So what organization will allow you the career growth that you're looking for? What organization will allow those future options? And where do you see yourself long term, right? There are going to be times in our career where we make a career choice based on a short-term goal. And then there are going to be times where, and usually it's when we have too many choices, right? Where we have to think the long game as well. So what do you want long term And then what kind of organization is going to allow you to get there? Because not all organizations are built for the long term. Number three is really looking at the strategic versus tactical type of roles, right? So more often than not, probably like the first five years or so of our career, we're going to be in more of what is referred to as a tactical role where you are doing the day-to-day 
things of your area of expertise. Let's take recruiting as an example, right? So the first five, six years of a recruiter's career, generally speaking, they are recruiting, right? So they are posting jobs, they are screening candidates, they are recommending candidates to move forward or not. And really just kind of the day-to-day grind is usually like what a lot of industries refer to as. And then as you continue to grow your expertise and get really, really good at executing that tactical day-to-day, then you can start to grow into more strategic roles. So maybe you take on a lead position, maybe you take on staffing a team for a new company, right? I don't know what that looks like for you, but in the recruiting world, generally it's like looking at a lead role. It's looking at a role where you get to do something new and very unique. There are times where you get to just do like, you have that opportunity that may only come once in a career, right? And you're senior enough to crush it, or it could be taking on more leadership type roles. So that's what I mean when I say strategic versus tactical. And think about that as you're reflecting on all of these choices that you have right now. And number four is asking yourself like, hey, am I interested in a lot of different things, right? So oftentimes if you are, let's say I'll use myself in this example, right? In a recruiting role, but I'm also super interested in, let's say, sourcing or very interested in talent acquisition operations. So one thing you could think about, and I feel like this could be a situation where if you have too many options, you're applying to maybe the same role at several different companies, or maybe you're applying to different types of roles because you just want to try something different. So when you find yourself in that situation, ask yourself if there's not a like a hybrid type of role out there that will allow you to do those multiple things at once. Ask yourself, hey, is there one of these things that I'm really interested in that I could do as a side hustle? And that may not be the answer for everyone, right? It could very well be that maybe you are interested in recruiting, but you really, really, really like to help people with their career, or you really like to help people with their resume or whatever it might be, right? So I'm teeing you up for the podcast, right? (laughs) So I'm a recruiter, but I love helping people with their career. So I made the podcast. Think a little bit outside the box. If you're interested in multiple things, but you find yourself not being able to do all the things you're interested in, could you do it outside of a corporate type of of uh, environment. Number five is really asking yourself what type of work makes you happy. And this isn't always easy, (laughs) right? But really think about it. If you break down a role uh, day to day, or even if every day is more or less the same, break down a typical day, right? Hour by hour, morning, afternoon, whatever it might be. And really ask yourself, is this a type of work that makes me happy? Or another question you could ask yourself to determine happiness, because that's sometimes a hard question to answer. Is this the type of work that brings me joy? Even better question is asking yourself, when I do this particular task, how does it make me feel? And And I think I've talked about this on several different episodes. I used to not ever be a person who recognized my own feelings. (laughs) I know that sounds weird to say out loud. However, I used to just kind of go through the motions of all the things that is life, right? And someone really like stopped me in my tracks and they're like, well, Steph, how does this particular thing make you feel? And being like INTJ, if you know the Myers-Briggs, I'm like, my feelings don't matter. I just have to do it. (laughs) 
However, when I actually honed in on that, there was a lot of things in my life that made me feel stressed out or anxious. If you guys know like Marie Kondo, right? I know I've talked about this before in my books. Like I remember when I like did her thing in my entire apartment and I like, I think I went from like hundreds of books to like 40. It was crazy because so many books I had purchased because I felt an obligation to read them and they just stressed me the fuck out. (laughs) So I know it's sounds weird for the people who don't like pay attention to their feelings, but I'm just saying, again, INTJs do not focus on their feelings. And I can tell you that particular question has helped me a lot. So for whatever it's worth. Number six, asking or figuring out if any of these different options that you have on the table, is there a rotational program that you could be a part of? So oftentimes a really big companies will offer like leadership type of rotations, or if you're just starting out in your career in the first like few years, oftentimes you can be part of a rotational program. Typically, companies offering that are on like your Fortune 500 type of list. However, don't discount that from a startup either. So if your startup is successful, you definitely will have opportunity to kind of rotate into different roles because their needs are going to change over time. Like if you take a startup and they need a recruiter like right now. Fast forward six to 12 months after they've hired 50 to 100 people, if they're in like massive, massive growth mode, they're also gonna need someone to do HR. So instead of hiring an HR person, maybe you can move into that type of role and they can backfill the recruiter spot or maybe they've stopped growing and you can just take over. So typically those rotational programs, formal rotational programs are gonna be found in like your Fortune 500 types of orgs. However, don't discount the startups out there or smaller companies either because as companies evolve and change, their needs will change. And if you have multiple skill sets, that's a really good selling point to those smaller companies. All right, six things to think about if you have too many options. Again, just be super grateful. I hope everyone found that interesting and helpful and valuable. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, listening to the show, showing up, sharing with your friends. I so appreciate it. You can find the show notes over at stephdennis13.com. If you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com. I am very, very soon rolling out a introductory super affordable pricing for career coaching because so many of you have asked me for it and I would love to help you one-on-one. So stay on the lookout for that. If you want to support the show financially, you can donate either via PayPal, there's a link below, or if you're on the Anchor app, you can do so directly there. Also on the Anchor app, you can leave me a voice message. Pretty sweet. I would love to hear from you guys. And if you do have a moment, please take a moment, leave a rating and or a review for the podcast. It really does help and I absolutely love reading them. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me at stephdennis13 and also the podcast is on Instagram at Career Talk Podcast as well. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so awesome. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day.